Hey there, listeners. You have spoken, and we are listening here at Word for Word, the ABCs of English. So in today's episode, we'll talk about the difference between spoken English and business English. So stay tuned. Word for Word, the ABCs of English is made possible in part by Anchor, the easiest way to start a podcast. Additional support for Word for Word, the ABCs of English, is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Thank you. If you're not already a supporter, you can click the link in the episode description or go to anchor.fm slash paul sanborn. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help this and other quality programs be developed and given to listeners like you. Thank you. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be part of our discussion at Word for Word, the ABCs of English, you can submit your questions or messages through the Anchor platform. When you do, you will be included in a future episode. Thank you. So in this episode, we're talking about the difference between business English and spoken English. And they are very similar. However, we use business English to talk about certain things, things that we do commercially or for uh, to make money, for making money. And so you'll hear different words associated with that. We'll help you to build your vocabulary with this episode. Again, we might not be able to make you sound like a native speaker, but we'll help you to think like a native speaker. And this will uh, help as you progress. A term that you'll hear commonly in business English is jargon. And jargon are words that are specifically associated or go they go with a certain type of business. They're uh, a slang. Words that are known to people in that job group. And so it's a vocabulary itself. We can also use vernacular. Uh, And vernacular is native. And so While all of these words are native English, some of them are native to the business that you are in. So just to make sure that you know um, how these words, specifically jargon, slang, and vernacular, look, I will spell them out for you using mnemonics. So I'll use a word that represents a letter in that word. So jargon 
is spelled judge, apple, rabbit, golf, over, new. So that's J-A-R-G-O-N. Jargon. Slang is snake, lion, apple, new, golf. So that's S-L-A-N-G. Slang. Vernacular is a bit longer, so I apologize for this in advance. So vernacular is very, eagle, rabbit, new, apple, cat, umbrella, lion, apple, rabbit. So again, that is V-E-R-N-A-C-U-L-A-R, vernacular. So jargon is a more positive, more um, positive expression for this type of language, whereas slang and vernacular are more negative. So we, uh, many times, when people use slang or vernacular, they are looked at as uneducated, as um, not having a high standing in society. And so, even though these things mean the same as jargon, jargon is a more positive way uh, to talk about business English. Now, if at any time you need to replay the words for pronunciation or spelling, feel free to do that. That's why uh, I'm taking this slowly and clearly so that you can understand each word and clearly understand what it means. Jargon is a general term that covers many different types of business English. Uh, now, some more specific types are newspeak, street talk. Um, we can even talk about a different language as our jargon or tongue, although it's not commonly used that way, or we can have geek speak or tech talk or tech speak and even legal jargon. And so uh, when you're talking about geek speak, it's things that are related to uh, technology and computers and things like that. The same with tech talk and tech speak. News has to do with news and information. And then uh, legal jargon has to do with things relating to law and the legal system, courts and um, lawyers. Now we'll give you a list of specific 
jargon that you can use as part of your business English vocabulary. Uh, this is a list of 10 words that you can find at fluentu.com, a blog that helps you to build and expand your vocabulary and helps you to sound more natural as an English speaker. And where there might be difficulty in hearing letters, then I will use mnemonics or words that represent that letter. And I will spell it twice and give you the pronunciation. So our first word is organize. That is O R golf G A N I Z Zoo E. So that's O R G A N I Z E. To organize is to put something in order, to make it neat and tidy. For instance, some businesses are organized into departments. Our second is guidance. So that's golf, umbrella, I, dog, A, N, C, E. So that's G, U, I, D, A, N, C, E. Guidance. Guidance is help to do an activity or an assignment. So your boss might provide a lot of guidance on a project, or he might provide little guidance on a project. Expand is our next word. Expand. So it's eagle, x-ray, parrot, arrow, new, dog. So E-X-P-A-N-D. Again, E-X-P-A-N-D. Expand. When a business expands, it is growing. It maybe buys more buildings to spread out, or sometimes it a business even buys other businesses to expand. Clause is the next word. Clause. C L A U S E C L A U S E clause a clause is a word that goes along with a contract or an agreement for instance if you leave your job, you may have a clause that says you cannot work for other companies like your job. It's called a non-compete clause. 
Our next word is actually a phrase. Null and void. So that's new, umbrella, lion, lion, and very old ice dog. That's N-U-L-L-A-N-D-V-O-I-D, null and void. So if you don't follow part of a contract or an agreement, you are breaking the contract, and so it is null and void. It uh, is not... It does not apply or it does not work for you anymore. So when something is null and void, it is no longer active. It no longer works for you. Competitor. Competitor. Cat. Old. Moon. Pal, eagle, time, ice, time, old rabbit, competitor, C-O-M-P-E-T-I-T-O-R, competitor. A competitor is someone who does the same job or has the same business, but they do not work with you or for you. They work against you. They are trying to get the customers that you have. So a competitor is our uh, next vocabulary. Invoice. Invoice. That is ice, new, very, old, ice, cat, eagle. I-N-V-O-I-C-E. Again, I-N-V-O-I-C-E. An invoice is a bill, a paper copy of what you are charging your customer. Again, uh, a, an invoice is a paper copy of what you are charging your customer. It can also be on your computer, so it can also be electronic. So you would say, I invoiced the company for work that I did for them. Or you can say services provided. Counter offer. Counter offer. That is cat, old, umbrella, New, time, 
eagle, rabbit, space, old, fig, fig, eagle, rabbit. So C O U N T E R space O F F E R. Counter offer is another phrase that relates to contracts or agreements. When you are talking to the other person or business about what to include or what to put in the contract, they can make a counter offer. So they can not completely agree with your suggestion and suggest something to go with it. Many times this has to do with pay or the amount of money that will be exchanged for the job being done. Trademark. Trademark. Time, rabbit, apple, dog, eagle, mom, apple, rabbit, kite. That's T-R-A-D-E-M-A-R-K, trademark. A trademark also relates to contracts because it has to do with your the work you do. So um, either a product, an item that you make, or a name that you use for your business. For instance, Coca-Cola is a registered trademark. And our last one, number 10, consensus. Consensus. This has to do with business meetings and contracts. But first, our spelling. Cat, old, new, sun, eagle, new, sun, umbrella, sun. That's C-O-N. S-E-N-S-U-S. Consensus has to do with when a group meets to talk about what to do or the product that they are making. It means that everyone agrees. So, for instance, at the meeting, they came to a consensus that the iPhone should be black. Consensus. Okay, and that so that's our list of business English terms. We had number one, organize. Number two, guidance. 
Number three, expand. Number four, clause. Number five, null and void. Number six, competitor. Number seven, invoice. Number eight, counter offer. Number nine, trademark. Number 10, consensus. So those are just 10 of the different vocabulary words that you can use related to business English. Next time, we'll have part two of what's the difference between business English and spoken English, and we'll give you 10 more words to expand your vocabulary. That's it for this edition of Word for Word, the ABCs of English. Remember to like and subscribe if you like our podcast. Also, don't forget, you can make this podcast possible. It's made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. And you can click the link in the episode description to uh, contribute to that. Or you can also visit our Patreon page. So thank you so much, and see you next time. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be part of our discussion at Word for Word, the ABCs of English, you can submit your questions or messages through the Anchor platform. When you do, you will be included in a future episode. Thank you. If you're not already a supporter, you can click the link in the episode description or go to anchor.fm slash paul sanborn. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help this and other quality programs be developed and given to listeners like you. Thank you. Additional support for Word for Word, the ABCs of English, is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Thank you. Word for Word, the ABCs of English, is made possible in part by Anchor, the easiest way to start a podcast.